Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You may think the NFL season is over, but now it's Tapehead's draft season. And this NFL podcast gives you the inside slant on all the top prospects. Hi, I'm Bob Wischusen. Starting March 1st, I'll be joined by NFL Films' Greg Cosell, who studies the tape and provides the real story on which prospects fit which system and which are likely to make the most impact in the National Football League. Listen to Tapehead's draft season, premiering March 1st on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Hampton, and this is Reister or Wrong. Dude, there's nothing more frustrating in the world than people who like to tinker. Like, oh, oh let, let, let's try to fix things. Let's try to know, dude. Some stuff is just fine as it is. Stop tinkering with things. Um, and the MLB is in the middle of a lockout 
And people are having a hard time relating to this because this is a, you know, this looks like millionaires versus billionaires. But these are basic human, you know, things that they're fighting for and that this is a workplace issue, just like the same thing that goes on at your job. Um, the lockout. It, I'm sorry, the sports in Russia. Everything is being taken away from Russia. The UEFA FIFA's taking them out of the game. Esports do uh, people won't play against Russians, all sorts of stuff. And the State of the Union from last night, and uh, we may be able to squeeze in my Lakers as well, which absolutely suck. Um, but um, you guys can hit us up, 818-293-7547. Shoot us a text message or shoot us an email. I'm mad at unafraidshow.com. So we'll, we'll start, though, Ralph, with the tinkering in college football because the the new the college football competition committee, if you will, they are going to meet, which a Pac-12 coach just so happens to be one of the main leaders on there, which is David Shaw. So everything is fine. College football works. But now they're looking at, OK, hold up. We need to try to speed the game up, make the game a little bit faster. So maybe instead of incomplete passes, the clock stopping, Maybe it'll reset on the ready for play. That'll speed the game up. And I'm like, why do we need to speed the game up? College football fans are happy with the way the game is. And they're thinking, well, listen, it's so many plays. Let's get it down. Get down the injury, the risk factor. And my thing is, bro, can we stop tinkering, Ralph? Can we please? Because like, we get to pointing to the wrong direction when stuff is going wrong. They've already... Mm -hmm. Put in targeting, which is it's a great rule, but it's broken in terms of enforcement and adjudication. And then they put in and now they're trying to tinker with the game. And all they're going to do, Ralph, is screw it up because the real culprit is not the games. Like I've been trying to tell parents, anybody who would listen, I sit on a board at Harvard for the football players health study. And everybody's like, oh, man, the games, we got to get these hits out. It's not the games that are the problem. It is practice that is the problem. The amount of collisions, the amount of head hits, all of that stuff that happens in practice is three, four, five, six, eight times more, depending on what team you play for, than the actual contact that, that you have in games. So fix practice and stop trying to bother the games. Okay. Um, I think you're on to something with the quit tinkering. Uh, it makes it really hard to settle into a groove when things are constantly changing. Um, sometimes, uh, like with most workplaces, with most work committees, everybody just wants to feel like they're doing something. Nobody wants to get together and then have it just be unproductive or for no reason. So if you get a rules committee together, they're going to come up with rules. That's just the, the way that it is. Even if nothing needs change even if nothing at all needs change. And I think it's hard. It's hard to know if the game has been made safer, unless you let some of the things that have been instituted settle in over time. Targeting. I, I, I don't understand uh, how we decided to make it like our justice system 
where like the throwing them out for a game or the half the next game uh, as a deterrent, punitive deterrence. Um, No, it should just be, it should just be a penalty the same way that cut blocking is a penalty. Like cut blocking is extremely dangerous. You're going to throw somebody out for the whole half. Like I get the shock value of it, but I, I don't personally believe it thus far to be um, a deterrent. Perhaps incentive is the way to go. The team in the conference with the least amount of targeting penalties at the end of the year gets some type of gets an extra scholarship. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't see. Wouldn't you rather, but wouldn't, wouldn't you rather see objectives achieved through incentive rather than punitive measures? I don't really, especially care. when trying to filter targeting out of the game. Okay, so so targeting penalties have changed the way people play, right? I, I think we can objectively say that. But I think any college football fan with a brain can see that it's also not being adjudicated properly. That there are that intent matters. That there should be essentially a targeting one and a targeting two. That we need to have yeah. common sense changes instead of oh wait hold on guys let's make the game safer let's let's cut down the amount of plays. Well, the problem with that is particularly in college football is the different tempos that teams play at. You have a team like Navy or Army who may run fifty some odd plays in a game, and you know a team like Kentucky who's who's up in the eighties. So now, I mean, and that's one of the things that makes college football great is that styles make fights. Some teams throw the ball every down, like, uh, or almost every down, like Mississippi State or, you know, other teams that run the air raid. And other teams run the ball, you know, 60 plus percent of the time. And that's the thing that makes college football great. So changing the amount of possible plays now has a bigger impact on the game. And we have to stop tinkering with stuff it's okay to have some level of imperfection which actually makes stuff better it's like instant replay has ralph has instant replay made sports better yes to me to me not okay um, oh, oh well, it, well actually, it, actually it, it, depend, I'll, it depends I'll on the score it depends on the yeah it depends on the sport depends on the situation um but it is it is better with how fast um, and big and strong athletes have gotten, and the human eye stays the same human eye, it's better to have some help sometimes. Well, I, okay, I should have asked the question differently. Has replay stopped people arguing about right and wrong calls? No. Has it even decreased at all? No, it just provides more opportunities because you actually have a moment to argue instead of moving on to the next thing. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I say it hasn't made it objectively better. Now, granted, I think that replay is necessary, especially when there's an egregious error or something. But the idea that people are like, listen, we need to review these holding penalties. We need to review pass interference. Stop, bro. Absolutely stop. It needs to be there to fix big egregious errors. And that's it. I'm okay with every scoring play and every turnover being reviewed. And, you know, and coaches getting two challenges, but that's it. That That's it. I actually yeah. like the way that the NFL rarely sends stuff up to the, that, that the booth rarely gets involved. Even if the call is wrong, they don't get involved as opposed to in college. Oh, my God, we got to review everything. 
Got to review everything. I think it's a, a, a recipe for disaster and the tinkerers need to go in sports. Yeah. I, okay. So a couple of things. Let's say that I was a lobbyist for the game of football, which, you know, uh, Ari Fleischer type where the truth isn't the thing that mattered, but instead the protection and the longevity and the sustainability of the thing that I've been hired to advocate for. Okay. So I'm a football lobbyist. The one thing that I don't do is start a national conversation about how the number of plays needs to be reduced for player safety. Because what you're saying is, let's say that one in every hundred chicken nuggets gives you diarrhea. So you have a 1% chance of a chicken nugget giving you diarrhea. The answer has to be eat less chicken nuggets. Right. Yes. Like they're literally out here advocating for less football and saying it's because on any given play, you have the potential to get hurt. Therefore, there should be less plays. No, there should no. be less you, practice. You, right. You contact. you are your your advocacy for player safety is actually damaging the reputation of the game. That's not that is not the road that we should be going down. Every single thing that you do for the game of football needs to have the end consumer in mind. What does the end consumer hate? Uh, unpredictability, right? They love sports for the reason that it's not predictable, but they don't love that a game could be three and a half hours or four and a half hours. Yeah. So wh what's one way to address that? So let's take number of plays completely out of it. And let's just say that if on the first kickoff of the game, your kicker kicks the ball through the back of the end zone, then that should be the end of kickoff. Like there should be no more kickoffs at that point. You have established that your kicker can kick it through the back of the end zone. The ball's placed at the 25 for that team for the rest of the time, unless it's going to be an onside <laughs> kick or something like that. Like just eliminate some of the, some of the time. Like there's no reason there should be a difference between college and the NFL as far as the clock stopping uh, when it goes out of bounds or on first down. You could change that. You could change that, and it wouldn't really affect. No, anything. I actually it like the the it's stopping on college after first downs because that's like the biggest difference. It's a big change. You're being a tinkerer. You're literally being a tinkerer no, I'm not. right now. No, I'm not. Yes, no, I'm not. Are. I'm saying what the what is the what is the objective to make the game more consumable and more palatable. Yeah. The reason the reason that they're actually trying to do some of this is because attendance numbers are down all over the country. So they're trying to back end get attendance up by being able to build the expectation of how long a game could take. But attendance isn't down because a game might take three and a half or Thank four and a half you. hours. Attendance is down because you don't know what time the kickoff's going to be until six days out because everything is tailored to the television audience. Yep. Everything. That, that and the fact that whom maybe teams don't want to see, maybe fans don't want to see bullshit games, bro. They don't want to see Oregon play Portland State. They don't want to see Alabama play Citadel. They do not want to see Georgia play DeVry. They don't want to see uh, Texas play, you know, other directional schools. They do not want to see it. You can give it to them one time a season. That is it. You need to put more competitive games on the schedule. If you build it, they will come. Like your right. TV they, ratings will be higher. Your attendance yeah. ratings will be higher. Everything. And guess what? Some of those games you're going to lose, and it is okay. The sky will not fall. Right. They might not want to see it, or they might want to actually see it, but they don't want to play in life around it. 
right? Like they don't the, they don't want to make that the weekend that everybody goes and cooks out and stays all day to watch Oregon play Portland State and have it be sixty three to six. Like at least make that game a discount or something. Like you right. know, like the, everything needs to have the end consumer in mind. One thing that consumers do hate is players getting injured. We yep. all universally hate it when people miss games due to injury. We have accepted it as fact. But if you if you set your sights on improving the game for the sake of consumability because players don't or people don't want to see players get hurt, instead of saying, like, eh, how do we actually protect the players? I think that you'll actually accomplish more meaningful things. I think that if you understand that football is a product and you understand that you should have the end consumer in mind, I think that you will actually be more uh, aligned with what your ultimate outcome should be instead of just saying, well, we need to do this for player safety. We need to do this for, um, you know, how much money comes back to the school. Like everybody has a different priority for every single thing. At the end of the day, football should just be Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Consumable. Yep. Right? You should you should do everything you can to make it as available and as uh friendly 
and as welcoming and as habit forming as possible. Yep. And so I'm all for doing anything you can to protect the players because as a consumer, I am more likely to consume if the players that I know about are actually playing. And I realize I'm being like super libertarian about this, but that's the truth. You even, even you, George, who played, who has sons that are playing now, like you can't tell me that, that part of your mind is like, yeah, the safety of the players is very important, but like also people need to want to watch football so that we even have a sport. 100%. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. For all you tape heads, we're back. Tapeheads draft season. You may be saying, wait, isn't the season over? But hey, it's draft season. And this NFL podcast gives you the inside slant on all the top prospects. I'm Bob Wischusen, and I'm joined by NFL Films' Greg Cosell, who studies the tape and provides the real story on which prospects fit which system and which are likely to make the most impact in the National Football League. Give us just a, a, th- a look from 30,000 feet, Greg, at this quarterback class as a whole and how good they might be. I think one of the things we will get into detail about, Bob, is the balance now between movement by quarterbacks, what we call second reaction movement, the ability to make improvisational plays. What's the balance between that and pocket efficiency? Tapeheads, draft season takes you from the combine right to the draft stage in Las Vegas. Listen to Tapeheads draft season on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of watching a sport, you can't watch the MLB right now because there is a lockout. There is a lockout. The owners have locked the players out and without getting into the all the details and all of that. So the lockout started <clears throat> December 2nd. It went 43 days before the owners gave the players a proposal and they need a new collective bargaining agreement. These things are very important. These are the documents that govern the rules about how the game works, player compensation, all of these things. And baseball, if here are the important parts that you need to know. Baseball is the only North American sport that number one, does not have a salary cap. And number two, that revenue is not shared in a percentage by the players and the, and the owners where in the other leagues, it's somewhere between like 45 and 49%, depending on the league going to the players, the owners keep the rest and they pay all their bills and all of that stuff. Baseball doesn't have that. So the owners have essentially said, look, the game is growing. Their revenues have gone up 40%. But look, look, that's not baseball revenue. We're, we're actually losing money. Attendance is down. All of this. And player salaries in a league that's revenues have gone up, have gone down for four consecutive years. How does that make sense? Now, here is the part that we want to talk about about the baseball lockout is that I know it's hard for people to get it and care about it on that level, aside from the fact that you're missing games. But I hope that we can look at this as an employer-employee issue. This is no different than what goes on at your job, about your whether your job tries to eat into your lunch break, whether they try to not reimburse you for certain expenses or your mileage or whether they're not matching your 401k like they said they were, or, 
you know, or your PTO, or these are the exact same workplace issues. The only difference is, is that the numbers are different. So it feels like millionaires versus billionaires when it's really just employers versus employees. And some of the things that have gone on, like service time manipulation, like so they can keep guys getting to free agency uh, sooner. The way they can keep them under their thumb and not pay them as much. The gap between the haves and the have nots is getting bigger. 40% of in over 40% of MLB players in 2021 made uh, near the minimum, which was $555,000. And I understand, Ralph, for people like $555,000, I wouldn't be complaining about that. Everything's relative. Everything is relative. <laughs> and if so they're cutting out the people who make in between, you know, like three and 10 million. They're not even giving them jobs the way they can pay the highest guys more. And then the Fernando Tatis, the Mike Trouts, the few players that are up there and then cutting out the guys in the middle and then paying the rest of the guys the minimum and then staying well below what they should be paying to fill competitive teams. Yeah. I don't know what your goal is here. If it's to change the way that people are, are thinking about like about who they're mad at. Correct. Um, but nobody like what, what owner at this point doesn't have the stomach to, to like receive this grumbling. Like what owner is sitting in his or on his yacht right now what owner is sitting on his yacht being like man i wonder what you know jim in cincinnati thinks of me they right don't care for trying to line my pocket no they, they don't care so that being said and one important thing to remember about major league baseball ownership is it's not like one person owns each one of these teams there's huge ownership groups yeah right so during the pandemic when the ownership groups were having to do capital calls to <laughs> bring money in uh, to sustain the organization while no games were being played. A lot of those smaller owners were getting killed. Some of them were forced to sell their share because they couldn't afford to not just be sitting back generating revenue. One of those people was Bill Maher, um, the, the political commentator on HBO. And he talked about being part owner of the Mets. But at the end of the day, when he got to sell his share, George, he got wealthy off of that. It ended up being one of the best investments of his life. Nobody should be feeling sorry for anybody who is in an ownership position um, right now. I don't think anybody should be feeling sorry for baseball players, but you should be able to, like according to you, you should be able to identify with it as as a as a workplace issue. Yeah. Right. You don't need to be sympathetic. You don't need to be empathetic, but you do need to be logical and realize a they've been locked out and B they're not the ones with all of the, the, the power in this situation. The other thing that I want to bring up that I don't think baseball owners are taking into account. And maybe this is just a matter of being too fat and too happy. People don't need baseball. This isn't like when school bus drivers go on strike. This isn't like when teachers in Chicago go on strike. This doesn't really affect anybody. 
it just creates the opportunity to find out whether or not you can live without baseball, which you can. And once you fill that time with other hobbies, you may not get it back. You, you might not ever, you might not ever. I, at my baseball fandom, I transitioned from watching 150 games a year when I had my first two kids to picking one starter and watching every start. And if that starter got injured, still watching on that day. So I went from watching 150 games a year to 35. Okay. Okay. When, when I added, when I added a third kid that went down to checking box scores, lifelong baseball fan, because of just my priorities, just my priorities. Now, if baseball is going to create that opportunity for their consumers to check out, good luck guys. Yeah, and they already have a problem with the age of the average baseball fan who consumes the game on television. It is getting older and older. And unless you can find a way to work it out with the younger fans, you're going to have a problem. And then one of the biggest issues is I saw a tweet. Somebody was like, how on earth does Mike Trout not have more followers than some bitch player from another league? I'm like... Because he doesn't try. They don't care about social media. They don't care about the, like, in terms of, yes, they care a little bit, but they don't put the time, energy, and effort, and they don't model that in their game. They don't promote that in the game because everybody's trying to stay stuffy. Like, oh, listen, no bat flips. We don't want these celebrations. Tim Anderson, get the hell out of here. You're you're bad for the game. When in reality, the passion, the energy is what devotes fans, well, the younger version of fans to it, and baseball is screwing up. This is a workplace worker issue. The average baseball fan right now that's in their 50s or 60s, their option was either dad takes me to the ball game and I get out of the house or I sit Indian style in front of a dial television and watch Howdy Doody. And that is how they came to fall in love with baseball. <laughs> yeah, I fell was, in. It was I fell in love. With, yeah, I fell in love with baseball because my grandparents didn't have the money to like make sure every day of summer vacation was filled with activities. So I would sit at their feet and watch Jeff Blauser turn two to Crime Dog. I'd watch the Atlanta Braves. That is how I fell in love with baseball because there was literally nothing else to do. Now you're just going to take away baseball with all of these options that everybody has. You're not going to get these people back. Yeah. If baseball ownership wants to shoot themselves in the foot, they can go ahead and they can go ahead and do it here, but they are killing the game right now. No, they really are. Um, and speaking of killing the game quickly, bro, my Lakers are killing me. I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know how to deal with it. We're wasting some of LeBron's greatest seasons. And I just want to say I'm sad. I just want to say I don't even know how to deal with this with the expectations. But 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 you know what they keep doing, Ralph? They hmm. keep giving me some semblance of hope. And I keep falling for it. And I don't know why. Like, so can you, as a person who has been a fan of a poverty team for a long time, who, oh my God. who multiple poverty teams, uh, Wyoming, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. So Wyoming, Arizona state, um, who else? The Phoenix suns. 
Diamondbacks. Yeah, the Diamondbacks. Yeah, so you're so you're used to poverty. So yeah. in terms of your sports fandom. So how am I supposed to deal with this when I'm not used to this poverty? When I'm not used to like being disappointed by the energy, effort, and execution of my team every single night. Literally every single night. I think the Lakers have dropped uh, 11 of their last 14 games. Uh, I would say, well, I would tell you to watch the Dodgers, but <laughs> um, I would say gambling. Gambling is your best bet. Uh, prop bets. Because you're not watching for the victory, right? So it, your best bet would be like, is Kent Bazemore going to get more than four rebounds today? Like that's, <laughs> get the dance. That's All that's going to do is make me more mad when they disappoint. All that's going to do is yeah. make me break my television. How many of Russell Westbrook's shots won't hit the rim? Over <laughs> under two and a half. Listen, I cannot accept Russell Westbrook's slander, bro. Uh, only I am allowed to slander him. It is it is like, you know, a family member. Like, you can talk about your wife, but let anybody else talk about her, it's a problem. That's the way I feel about Russell Westbrook. And what more do you want LeBron to do? What more do we want LeBron to do? Nine seed gets in. So all you got to worry about right now is the Pelicans and Blazers and Spurs and Kings. <laughs> Who are all who are all on the Lakers' heels right now? Somehow, Pat Bev made the Timberwolves relevant, which that sentence makes me want to throw up in my mouth. The Mavericks are a top ten defensive team, and Luca is figuring things out. And Mark and, Cuban's getting all cocky; he thinks they're going to do damage. They're eight and two in their last ten, and he's dunk uh, and he's catching tip jams, bro. He caught a tip jam last night. On yeah, the, the best hope for the Lakers. Let's say that you sneak in as an eight seed, get a win. Take on the number one seed sons and Chris Paul's not ready to come back yet. Is that enough hope for you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm fooling myself. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Ralph. I appreciate You're that. You just set me up for personal disaster. Good job, buddy. Good job. You're welcome. And and assuming that things stay the same, then you would get the winner of what? Six three? That's Grizzlies Nuggets. That's doable. It is, though. It then, really and then all is. of a sudden. You're in the you're in the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors. The Warriors are four and six in their last ten. They're struggling. Yeah, but Clay Clay hasn't played. But we you can't get past the Warriors. Warriors. You get to go. The Lakers no, 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 are end no, up no, in the no, in the no, finals dude, dude, with a losing I, record. Dude, I would be okay with a Western Conference Finals bid. Like I would be okay with losing to the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. I'd be okay with that. When do you think the last time LeBron was seven games under five hundred was? As a rookie? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, like no, 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 no. Probably the first season in Miami. I think that they were like 9 and 17 at one point or something like that. Or, 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 no, I don't even think they were that bad. But yeah, seven games under 500. I don't remember, bro. But they went to the finals, right? So then they, now you got that hope. He's been here before. He's just setting up the drama. That's it. Plus, if he gets them in as like an eight seed, that's a better draft pick. Do they have draft picks left? Well, well, the thing is, if they miss the playoffs, then we're going to lose the draft pick okay. because of a trade. Well, so we can't miss the playoffs. Well, right. So I, I'm, but I'm saying I can, I can find little ways to stay. Um, uh, I, <laughs> I'm going to make a terrible comparison, but what's that? Um, what's that? Uh, that movie where the um, it won an Oscar and it was about the um, it was about the Holocaust where the dad uh, it was his whole thing to like not let on to his kids that they were in a work camp. So he would just always pretend like he's having a really good time. Uh, I don't remember. OK, also, but it, that that's basically like life of an Arizona sports fan is is like just pretending that this isn't terrible. So if you ever need tips on on, on how to trick yourself into believing that rooting for your team is actually fun. Are you talking about the, 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 the pianist? No, no, not the pianist. It was before that. Schindler's it wasn't list? Adrian Brooke. No, no, no. I was about to say Schindler's, Schindler's list. list was definitely not about that, bro. Yeah. But yeah. I'm about to get canceled. Did he say that being a Lakers fan was like watching Schindler's list? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. I'll find the name. Okay. I will find the name of the movie, I promise. <laughs> all right. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Whether you're buying a new car or used one, it's a big investment. 
which is why you should choose Pennzoil Platinum. It helps extend the life of your engine and protect it up to 15 years or 500,000 miles, whichever comes first, guaranteed. That's because Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas and 99.5% free from engine clogging impurities. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Enrollment required? Keep your receipts. Other conditions apply? See Pennzoil.com warranty for full details. Find it at Firestone Complete Auto Care. So uh, the next thing is, speaking of being canceled and, you know, bad things going on out in the world, uh, Russia, which is invading Ukraine. And on a side note, I really cared about this issue a lot and I still do. But then the fact that they're not letting black people in Ukraine, that kind of puts that kind of puts me in a, in a in a in a situation. You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yes. Uh <laughs> so what what is your thought process when you hear that it makes me be like I care about what's happening to the people of Ukraine but fuck their government why I'm going to ask you to see things from their perspective why, why do you think they're doing this is it just the big obvious answer don't know, bro. Don't know. Don't know the but but I know the optics are bad. Yeah. I don't know. It definitely shouldn't be for black people to figure out why people are Correct. I think that <laughs> Exactly. So, but the but the the whole point was I just wanted to get that out there is that uh Russia is obviously invading Ukraine and all of that stuff. But in sports, Esports, uh, well, FIFA has taken the Russian teams out of the game. UEFA has taken the championship away from Russia. And, and, uh, the tennis, there was a tennis player who wouldn't even play a Russian. Like this has gotten, and it's crazy because I feel bad for the Russian people who are living in other places, and people are treating them like like lepers, like the same way that they treated. Muslims here during, you know, nine after 9-11, same way they treated Japanese people here after Pearl Harbor and, and all of that. So I understand, right, that part of it. And that part is very frustrating because those people aren't invading Ukraine. Putin is invading Ukraine. But the Russian people right. are getting a bad rap. Now, is this OK for Russia, for the Russian people to be getting a bad rap because their their dictator leader is doing something is a war criminal. Uh man, that's a that's an interesting question because you say like, well, they elected him, but like, are their elections fair? No, no. So, um, but this is sports. Sports is the thing that's supposed to make things better. But we have people taking Russian products off the shelves. And I'm like, OK, and I'm like, OK, like, so what are Russian people who are in the United States? So so now they're being blamed and they're they, they can't get the food or the stuff that they are accustomed to to eat in their homes in Texas. Have, because, I mean, do, right. do you see what I'm saying? Yes, but I have I have seen a lot of praise for people um, that are uh, either Russian nationals or um, of Russian origin uh, speaking out against yeah. um, the war. Uh, you would hope that people have the ability to not turn everything into a freedom fries situation. Remember that yes. changing French fries to freedom fries. 
But I will say this. I live in North Carolina. You cannot buy liquor here from grocery stores or gas stations. You can only buy them from a place called ABC Stores, yep. and it's government run, right? They have decided, ABC Stores, which is run by the North Carolina state government, basically, they have decided to take away all Russian origin products, primarily vodka, out of the government-run stores. So they're not even leaving it up to the purchaser. The state government of North Carolina has stepped in to economically disenfranchise Russian businesses in an attempt that hopefully they'll turn around and put pressure on Vladimir Putin. And I, it makes me uncomfortable because it's not even like How they're leaving the choice up to me. How is this different than what people, than what people, those same people were upset with about the pandemic? Oh, the government's making decisions for you. Why can't I make my own choices? What happened to that shit? Well, I tell you that I am one of the people that is, I, I, uh, so I read that in the Charlotte Observer and I got, it just made me uncomfortable. It's like, let me, let me, let me do my part and figure this out because this is, uh, we, we're not sending troops, so we're not involved, right? But you want to involve us um, in, you know, there, there's going to be people who are working in uh, factories, bottling plants, things like that, where production slows down, and then they don't have a job. And then what? The only available job is military service. So then they go join the fight or something just to get yeah. money. Like, are, are, is there is there a reverse to the things that we're doing? I just, I, I would just prefer, you know, the the mask thing, the pandemic thing. I think that there's the, you know, I, I think that you have to look in your heart and ask yourself, do you believe that the people who were uh, attempting to have us all work together to rid ourselves of, of, of this burden. Do you think that they were, you know, really trying to impose their governmental will on us? I, I, I So I don't know how much the two situations are related, but I should be able to decide whether or not I want to buy Stoli's or Tito's or something like that at, at an, at an, a liquor store. Yep. Like I, I don't understand how, what that has to do with the state government in a country that is technically not in the fight. Um, that stuff, it just makes, it makes me really uncomfortable. Cause it's like, are we in it or are we not? And also why do I not get the choice? Cause so maybe I just don't how, want to buy those how products and that's FIFA, FIFA removing Russian teams. If it, it all feels like peer pressure, it all feels like societal pressure. It all feels like, um, the domino effect. It feels like back on March 11th, when every sporting event was getting canceled. And there's just like, oh, they we're waiting for them to do it, and then we'll do it, right? It does. It doesn't feel like if you have a specific objective in mind, like if you are Rosa Parks and you are trying to bring to an end a policy of discrimination, and you have an outcome in mind, and you have community support, and you ha- you have everything, like then by all means go about it. But like if you are joining a boycott because somebody else did it first. Because you don't want to look bad. I I just, I look inward is what I would say to anybody anywhere. And FIFA, like, like they're the holiest organization in the world. FIFA needs to ban FIFA from participating in FIFA events (laughs) before they worry about Russia. Yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly, bro. Um, The last thing up today, the State of the Union was last night. Joe Biden had his first State of the Union I didn't watch Ralph. 
I, I did not watch. I saw the highlights on Twitter about, you know, how he said Iran versus Ukraine. I heard all the bad actors. I saw all the bad actors, uh, you know, criticizing or praising. And like the best thing for me is kind of that. Oh, OK, so so for me, I've always been pretty politically active and outspoken. Mm-hmm. But now, now that Trump's not in office, I don't really care. Like, I've turned pretty much all of my attention from the national government to my local government. Like, I don't, I'm not interested. I am not interested about this big national plan, which one person can't operate all by themselves anyway. I've turned my attention to the local government, and that's it. Yeah, uh, I don't watch a State of the Union anymore. I haven't for a few years. Um, they put the speech out usually ahead of time, so you can just read it. I don't need the applause breaks. I don't need the circus that has become like, oh, Marco Rubio said he wasn't coming. Oh, Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene stood up to interrupt him because they uh, need attention like oxygen or they'll die. Like I, that, All that stuff is not interesting to me. Um Sometimes they go out and they put their policy agenda out there, but if we don't have reform in the ways that laws get passed and it's all decided by uh, the parties and not the actual people who were voted in, um, then you know I don't have a whole lot of interest in that. The only thing that I want to hear from Joe Biden is what he's going to do about the impending uh, student loan crisis that he made promises to yep. um, address. Uh, I would like to know what – Because he didn't even our- talk about that, right? Right. I'd like to know what our country is going to do militarily. Right. And uh, and um, and I would also like at some point for one politician uh, in either party to come up with a comprehensive immigration plan, not a wall, not an amnesty, but like an actual plan to repair a system that needs completely overhauled for the modern age. Um, And if they're not talking about any of those things, then, uh, you know, I'm going to read it. And like you said, focus local. But. But, you know, he did bring up one thing that I think everybody should get behind, which he was interrupted by the Tweedledee and Tweedledum, which is this idea that we need to provide health benefits for people who might be victims of living uh, on military bases near burn pits, um, in which that becomes a carcinogen and they're bringing home all sorts of um, cancers and, and, and respiratory diseases and everything like that. Like, that is a thing you would figure that our country could unify behind. That would be really nice if our politicians could work together to make sure that our troops are um, taken care of and not continue to be punished down the line for just doing their duty. So, um, you know, I I did see that he brought that up. I think that that's an important thing. Do I trust that the leaders will uh, in either party will do anything to, to work together or, you know, will they just sit around and fundraise and make it about themselves? I don't know. I'm pretty, uh, pretty turned off. Yes. By, by, by everything. Um, And it all started, in about 2015 <laughs> and it, I don't feel myself come. It, it's going to take somebody coming out of nowhere to inspire some type of interest for me on the, on the federal level. You want to run George? I, I've actually thought about it. I've thought about it, but I don't want my life comb comb through on that level <laughs> because, because the only, I'm the type of person that like, I would not be okay being the, you know, the city manager or the mayor of LA. I was like, ah, I think I want to be president. 
Like it, that's just how <laughs> that's just how I work, and I don't want to be present. Sounds like the worst job in the history of life. Like I like to, you know, go grab a bite to eat every now and then at a normal place. So yeah, what would you do? What would you do when you get you you announce that you're running for some federal office, and you get a text from me saying like, "Sorry, dude, they hired me to do oppo research on you." <laughs> See exactly. They would they would essentially be hiring a bunch of yous to do it, which which are a bunch of don't fuck with cats people. And I'm <laughs> and I don't want that. I don't want that. I have some dusty corners from uh from from, from college and, and my other times. But but if I did, I would just write a book first and just tell it and put it all out there yourself. Yeah, be like, yeah. you know, and now what you going to say about me? I am white. I am a fucking bum. I do live in a trailer with my mom. My friend Future is an Uncle Tom. I do have a dumb friend named Cheddar Bob who shoots himself in the leg with his own gun. I did get jumped by all six of you chumps. And Wink did fuck my girl. I'm still screaming, I say it, fuck the free world. <laughs> don't ever try to judge me, dude. You don't know what I've been through. Now, I know something about you. You went to Cranbrook. That's a private school. What dog you embarrass? This guy's a gangster. His real name's Clarence. And Clarence lives at home with both parents. And Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. This guy don't want to battle. He's shook. There ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Okay, sorry. And there you have it. Michigan, the swing state, goes to George Reister. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Detroit. Yeah, dude, I know that entire movie. The whole thing. But, oh, but but especially pretty much, yes, but especially the battle scenes. I know the, the battle scenes word for word. Ah, I'm a spit a racial slur, honky sue me. This shit is a horror flick, but a black guy doesn't die in this movie. I'm going with Lotto Dog. You gotta be kidding. That leads me to believe you don't really have an interest in living. You think these people go feel the shit you say? Huh, I have a better chance joining the KKK. On some real shit, though, I like you. I didn't want to be the one that you had to commit suicide to. Lotto, call me the leader. I didn't want to be the dude to murder to murder that dude from Leave It to Beaver. I used to like that show. Now they got me in fight back mode, but that's so well. If you got to go, you got to go. I would love to do this. I would love for this shit to last so I take pictures of my rear end so you don't forget my ass. And all's well that ends okay. So I'll end this shit with a fuck you and a have a nice day. And then next time you can't remember which one of your kids is named which, but you have all of 8 Mile memorized. <laughs> Speaking of remembering things, the movie is Life is Beautiful with Roberto Benigni. <laughs> go, go watch that movie and uh, think about whatever I compared it to, which was wholly inappropriate. All right. Peace out. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 